We joined the team before the show after you already missed a running gag about a business called Store and its neighboring store called Also Store. All right. Everyone good? We're good? Fine. No kisses yeah. back. Whatever. That's cool. All right. Uh, do we need kisses. to check levels or are we just getting into it? I'm, I've been kind of, uh, I've been earballing it and you guys sound pretty good. Mm. So uh, please don't ear-balling. ever use the yeah. term earballing again. I don't like that. <laughs> That's a, a bit. fucking improvised ad. Like a no, 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 no. Situation. That's an improvised ad, guys. Earballing. Oh, yeah. Earballing. No. Yeah. I, there are so <laughs> many things that we've said on this podcast that should make me uncomfortable, but didn't. Earballing might be the thing where I'm just like, the line must be drawn here. <laughs> Duly noted. Yes, it is true. For all adult needs, go to back of store where you find pornography. <laughs> Bosnia Herzegovina is known for number one fetish <laughs> earballing. <laughs> it's what it sounds like. Oh. It's exactly what sounds like. Gentle probing of your earball. <laughs> oh, oh, we call it earlobe here. We call it the earlobe, not the oh, earball. I wish this bit had started while we were recording. <laughs> no, here uh, it I'm, is. The I'm feeling ball. someone is going to bring it into the episode. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's inevitable. Another episode of the Super Legit Podcast. Hi, Jeff. I am your host, Jet Coffin. Thank you. Hi, Josh. How are you? Hi. Good. That's our first uh, first voice we're hearing out of our cast. We have uh, we have Josh Spence, one of our, uh, our co-founders, Hi. executive producers. We've got Michael Hyman here, my co-host. Hello. Here I Hi, am. Mike. Uh, Hi, Mike. Such a Hi, good co-host. Hi, Josh. Hello, hello to you as well. Oh, that's great. Oh, the camaraderie there. The uh, the. No tension, no, uh, no, no discomfort. The two of you are just like thick as thieves. I love it. Uh, Jen tension? Burton, happy Hello. to have you. Is always. there tension? Yes, it's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, that's great. Lovely yeah, no, to no, see you all. No Jennifer, tension. Salutations. Thank you. Thank you for using my full name. Oh, oh wonderful. I love the respect in this group. And uh, we've got Chris Sanders here. I love you, Chris. Oh, that's great, Chris. He's going the quiet route today. Mad respect. (laughs) (laughs) And Stephen C. James. This is the sound of my voice. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate all those voice samples you provided. Uh, Now I can get into your Spectrum security accounts, which all require voice prints. Fantastic. Well, I have a social if you need it. I'm going to upgrade all your internet connections. I'm insulted that you think I do business with Spectrum. (laughs) I'm just just appalled oh and welcome our new sponsor spectrum some of us don't have a choice you know monopolies and all <laughs> yeah no i think you know most most people do not have a choice in their internet service provider we've got what we've got and that's it it's usually them or some bottom of the barrel provider who gets you five megabits per second download speeds hey jet yes speaking of bits oh yes this episode of super legit is brought to you by the bits commission While bits are fun, and of course we encourage the use of bits in real life and comedy, we do ask that you do so in moderation. The Surgeon General has found that prolonged use of bits can result in dude speak, or in severe cases, Simpsons or South Park references. Consult a doctor if if you find yourself doing referential cut-tos. Family Guy isn't funny. It's a disease. Bits! (laughs) Wonderful. That's good to know, man. Oh, it's good to know. Yeah, those advisories are valuable. Friends don't let friends do cut twos. I get it. Today's episode is also brought to you by (laughs) Sight Gags. Sight Gags. See it for yourself. Uh, Ah! uh, Oh my gosh. Where did you even get that costume? That was so great, Mike. (laughs) Oh my my gosh. And such a quick change, too. Unfortunately, uh, it was the timing of that that was so precise. Like, I did not see you change. Yeah. But unfortunately, our listeners won't be able to appreciate it because, again, this is not a visual medium. That's true. Just know it was hilarious. Yeah. On this side. Is is the sight gag a pun? See it for yourself? Did they write a pun in the sight gag ad? What? I I think they did, yes. Perhaps they did a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems more bitty than punny. Okay. Okay. I'm sure they're a subsidiary of the Bits Commission. My wife works for a giant streaming corporation. Uh, that will be named or that will remain nameless uh, mm-hmm. so as Do not to slander them. But let's just say uh, it's bird themed. Anyway, she was talking about we, there was a commercial that came on. My cock. And there was uh, <laughs> there was something where a 
a, a dinosaur was like on a ski slope. And then there was like a star from one of their shows. And she was like, oh, this is that corporate symphony thing. And I was like, uh, you mean corporate synergy? And she's like, no, no, no. We call it symphony. And I was like, so is that also the sound of Mozart rolling in his grave? Like, you call that a symphony? Like, And she's like, listen, I know you think this is clever, but I've been at this for six years, so that bit's very dead for me. But still, oh, calling that a symphony. Wow. Calling it a symphony. By the way, wow. this is why our marriage works. She knows when to be like, hey, shut up. Don't go on a run. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, that, that attitude doesn't go very far. I've been in I've, – I've seen student improv shows where I've heard like – a joke during a jam and i'm like oh that's such a level one joke and then mm-hmm. that same person will be like on the main stage two weeks later in front of a whole crowd does the same joke and like 140 people are cracking up and i'll be yeah. like god i wish i did that joke oh he's so funny <laughs> <laughs> does he have a workshop i can sign up for <laughs> i have frequently found yes. that the line between me and success is often just that i overestimate the intelligence of the audience and so there's so many things as like, I'm not going to bother. That's a dumb joke. And then I hear somebody else do it and it just kills. It's like, oh, oh, there's nothing. that's that yeah. dumb. I've yeah. uh, Chris and I, Chris, Chris, uh, not Chris Sanders, but Chris Compton, uh, uh, another member of our, our lovely team who could not be here tonight. He and I are in a group called Nerdvana because mm. we are very, very nerdy. Two person yes. group with super nerdy. It's always very referential. Blah, 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 blah. We're doing a show like 12 years ago. Um, and it's a big, like kind of showcase thing where there's some industry people there and all this stuff. And we're with, uh, our former group and we're doing a very, very trenchant sketch, uh, called UN high school, uh, about how like, uh, everybody's like thinking that Iraq is going to be the one who starts the fight, but North Korea is crazy. And I'm playing Kofi and on, and the whole thing is nerdy <laughs> as shit. And we're like brilliant, smart comedy. Hey agents, come on this way. Uh, and then there's another group. Uh, that is doing a sketch call uh, where it's a bunch of dudes at a party. And the whole thing is like the party is all just dudes. And the mm-hmm. sketch is called sausage party. Oh. And Chris and I totally scoffed at it. And all three of that, those guys uh, that were in that group had a show on comedy central that ran for like eight seasons uh, and are all incredibly successful in their own. Is right. it workaholics? Yeah. That I mean, works. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You so Chris and I learned where it's just like, Hey, you know what? Just because somebody's punching somebody in the dick doesn't mean it's going to not make everybody in the room laugh. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing that kind of, uh, you know, and Workaholics was a good show. It yeah. was a yeah. really good show. Yeah. 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 It's, Just it's the off boat. the air now. Sometimes the lowest common denominator actually is the answer. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes well, and, that's what yeah. you want. And, and, and there's validity there because you, you want to make sure that like everybody gets your joke. Um, otherwise you don't have a giant audience to go for. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, my, fa- my favorite bits, you know, my favorite references, um, are the ones that like the one person in the audience laughs at. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, to me, that's the biggest victory, but it is do- definitely not the most profitable victory. Oh yeah. Unless it's Lauren Michaels. There's no, there's no network. That's just like, we're, we're really hoping that the one guy who, uh, who tunes in loves yeah. this show. Yes. <laughs> and that he's the president of HBO. Yeah, that's yes. right. Just yeah. that one guy. Yeah. A billionaire who well, will make our show Well, you've already ruined our chances of Seth MacFarlane listening to this thing and liking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Mike. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I, hey, that just came from the Bits Commission. I'm only the messenger. <laughs> uh, you know, fair. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. You know, we can't. Our, our advertisers, be them profit or non, uh, we, we don't necessarily align with their views. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. the advertiser I mean, is always right. Align with their money. themselves. Yeah, like Spotify <laughs> said, we may have some people on here who we find disgusting and abhorrent, but we still say their words out of our mouths and uh, support them <laughs> because they their check clears. Yeah. That's right. It's good policy. Uh, speaking of which, our show is available on Spotify still because we're too small to <laughs> yank ourselves off. Good <laughs> so what if we, hey, do you guys want to just like say some not true stuff about COVID-19 just to see if we can get a warning? Oh, like, do you think anybody there listens? It's playing with fire. <laughs> I think we're going to get a warning already because you mentioned it. Yes. Oh, okay. I believe yeah, it has that's a right. They didn't pay $100 million well, for us. So that's yeah. all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say I do believe um, that vaccines work 
and that it is a uh, wow. uh, a, a dangerous a mm. dangerous virus Hot take. Uh, yeah. that flagged that is spread uh, the way that scientists say Reported. and also by eating bananas. Okay, bro. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Mm. Uh, well, I have never liked bananas, so I'm going to continue to not it's eat true. them. It's uh, true. I only had one banana last year, and right after, I got COVID. So, mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that'll do it. I mean, if there's Humble no back. better scientific evidence than that, what is there? Yeah. <laughs> Chad, don't you have a question for us? I uh, do have a question how the show for works? us. Thank I you, do You don't like bananas? I hate bananas. Oh, no, they're disgusting. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. De- the the modern banana, it's all, it's a... It's monoculture. It's it's one yeah. species of banana that yeah, that's was right. that was like wasn't even the best uh, one by at far. the time before uh, before it became the dominant species of banana used in banana farms. Yeah, uh, there were a whole bunch of different kinds of bananas. Oh yeah, what? and this one they yeah. picked was like yeah, and you can track it, down a few of the others. It's They're the really hard to find. It's the white guy of bananas. Yeah, it's the white guy of bananas. It's so and it's on the verge vanilla. of extinction. It's right. going to yeah. what? run yeah. out. Yeah. Right. Yep. The modern banana is going to disappear. Because it's a monoculture, if uh, if there's any sort of disease that affects it, it's wiped out just completely. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened to yeah. the previous uh, species of bananas. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember. Everybody the, misses uh, that old banana. The, the like, species name of it. It's nothing complicated. I think it's the Cavendish. That might be Cavendish. right. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Just pretty fancy name for a banana. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of like racism and. I think even slavery involved in there in the years what? in different banana Our food I mean, production what is was had slavery in it involved in it's it. It's pretty bad. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Jet can divorce himself yes. from that moral quandary because like me, he's been protesting bananas ever since he found out they were disgusting. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I get the moral high ground. The only disgusting part of a banana is the is the bananas. The, oh, the thing you have to pull off. Yeah, the little right thing at the bottom. Yeah, little round thing. Well, sometimes you pull off Episode and it stays in. Like it's like the shit yeah. vein in a shrimp. Yeah. That's bananas. Wait, wait, bananas wait. are shrimp of the world. You see? Just Dude. pulling see? out. This is, this the, is exactly the, what we were talking about the before. The colon of the, of the banana. You would have gone incredibly out. highbrow and we would have been like, oh, very clever, Chris. Very clever. You said bananas and I think I beat a little. Yeah. I so hard, I probably beat a little. This will be our highest rated oh episode. <laughs> and bro, do not talk shit about shit vein. I saw them at Ozfest in 97 and they crushed, okay? So I can't believe I'm only just now realizing that bananas are the shrimp of the fruit world. I can't. <laughs> You know what? I also hate shrimp. I also I'm hate shrimp. I'm allergic why to don't shrimp. We have, why do we not have comically huge banana shrimp uh, <laughs> martini glasses? Like, sir, <laughs> oh the God. world is going vegan, man. Like, yeah. we should just have yeah. stupid banana ba- cocktails. bananas cocktail flying sauce. off the side of, yeah, with cocktail yeah. sauce. That's yeah. strawberry syrup. Yeah, when, sure. when you said, like, a banana... They're like the it's like the white guy banana. I just imagine like a giant like audition room of just a row full of bananas wearing flannel jeans and getting ready to do like some type of just casting call read. And it's just like all this all their peels say New Balance on them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all the peels. Yeah, for sure. Super. Oh wow, I've uh, I've never been to a uh, Bubba Gump's uh, banana restaurant before. Um, what, what do you all recommend? Uh, this well, is um, we have a uh, um, banana cocktail. We've got uh, uh-huh. popcorn banana. We've uh-huh. got deep fried banana. We've got uh, roasted wait, wait, banana. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry flambe. to interrupt you. Hmm? I'm sorry to interrupt you. I didn't bring my best friend James here for his first time to just have the waiter kind of phone it in at, oh. at this part. Like, this is why you come. Mm-hmm. So could you do it? Could you Could you say it the right way? I'm a great You're tipper. Him on don't the spot. don't okay. worry. I've worked. I've worked it's in the true. industry. It's true. He t- oh my god. Um, great Mr. tips. Mr. Tallyman, tally me cocktail made of banana, just like a shrimp. Yeah, this tally banana is also fried. Popcorn banana is also good. It six foot, seven foot, eight dollars with a drink. Daylight, come and you order cocktail. 
Oh my God, you were oh, right. Man. Oh my oh. God, it's such an See? authentic experience. It's totally worth it, right? Oh. Yeah. For oh you too, God. right? I mean, come on. How many? T- when's the last time you really, I, you know, gave I, it? You're all like that. Can I? Can I level with you guys? Oh go, yeah. Go ahead. Oh my God. I, oh, I love connecting. With I have the staff. a master's in theaters from UC Davis. <laughs> it shows. I, yeah. I yeah. Every day here at this job, I come in and I trudge through because I know most people will just accept just the workaday drudgery of me making, you know, half minimum wage plus tips. But every once in a while, a real esteem comes in. Someone who, someone who appreciates the finer things in life. And I can tell that you guys are those critical thinkers. I thank you for challenging me. I thank you for making me do my best. Because that may be the best performance I've given since I started working Hey, so answer for this for me real quick. Do you yank the bananas out of uh, the bananas yourself? <laughs> oh, no, no. We've got table-side bananas removal. Um, it's a little bit extra, but we really make a show of it. I mean, it's a whole production. Have you ever Look, been to Banana Hana? Uh, I mean, I have. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like what they do there. That's that's pretty fantastic when they, when they light the banana on fire on the hot griddle and then yeah. flip it up into their hat. I, I honestly, I get a little uncomfortable. I cross my legs during that, but it's a fantastic performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty impressive. And what we do, it's, it's similar. Uh, we get out the cleavers and we uh, chop up the bananas. Uh, we flip it up in the air. And if you look right over there over your left shoulder, that's our banana swall. Um, yeah, uh, we, all the waiters, we put in five bucks at the beginning of every shift and whoever's the first one to get some bananas through the hole gets to take home all the money that night. It's a fun little game we play. Oh, I don't think you, I don't think you, uh, noticed. <laughs> I thought, I thought I just, I mean, my picture's right up there. Uh, oh. number one banana eater. Oh. I've eaten the most bananases. So it says here that you, uh, you have some theater training, um, I gotta be honest, uh, I think you're overqualified for this, but if you uh, wanna get into porn to start your acting career, I mean, this is one way to, this is one way to go. Well, I, I do. I mean, I've heard that this is the way to go, is that you get into porn first, and then you work your way up to, you know, doing like, a, you know, regular theater, but I gotta start somewhere and I gotta pay the rent, so no, and I get I'm that, ready. And- Look, that's we, up, tits out, ready to make some money. You know, now. just, just, that's great. Um, I just want to say, wow. Uh, looking at your resume, you did a lot of porn. Um, yes. Before you came here, but, I did. Uh, I did over seventy-five films. Cool. Um, we just serve uh, bananas in different forms here. They are the right. shrimp of. The fruit world. And um, I just want you to know that I am very familiar with the bananas. And you wouldn't think that, but that is what porn has taught me. Oh. Yeah. And I can you, remove it. I can throw it. I can do that with any part of my body. You did a lot of removing of anuses uh, in your porn days. Huh? Removal, more of a study, just various activities. I shouldn't go into it because it's a little bit too much for a family oh, I, restaurant. Well, I, didn't want this, I mean, it's the middle of your uh, interview. I, didn't, I don't want to make this about me, but um, <clears throat> I dabble. Oh, really? Yeah. Like yeah. amateur uh, porn? Well, yeah, because I don't get paid for it but 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 specifically just anus removal um oh i mean i worked my way up to this position um Mm. i was the table side bananas remover for many many years incredible yeah so such an under uh appreciated skill it's extremely underappreciated we don't get the face-to-face interaction with the customers like the servers do they get to they get to sing a beautiful song a beautiful melody the ones that really put it in yeah, we got some people them. that work here that are quite skilled that have a fantastic feeder background uh uc davis uh, uh to name to name one i have heard that prestige. guy i've uh, heard that guy i've sat at his table before he's incredible well i uh, come that's mr tally man i wanted to, i wanted I know, to go without right? tally man it makes yep. you it it gives me a little bit of beetlejuice vibes too yeah it made me Look at your resume. Look at your your cover letter saying mm-hmm. your theater background. That's why 
I wanted to see you. Um, well, I've done a lot of porn and one play. And really, I wanted to do, I mean, the point was to get into theater, and I really just got sidetracked because porn pays a lot of money. Romeo, Romeo, what for Arthur? Oh, my God. Um, you should, uh, sorry, you, uh, mm, this is, this is rehearsal. You don't have to oh. go all out. Um, oh, did you yeah. not want me to get undressed up in the tower and no, just hang no, over? No. It's just it's backwards like a, it's off just, the side. No, is that not the part of the play? No, I thought that's I'm, when he climbed up the trellis. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt here her. real quick as the director. Uh, this is an interesting direction I hadn't considered. Uh, let's explore it, shall we? Jeez. No, no. Uh, can I just? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to jump in. I was all game for this gender flopped. Um, Romeo and Juliet, like taking on, you know, the, the times of Shakespeare and really, of course. really showing what we could do with things now. But I, I really feel like you as our director might, might just be kind of a creep. <laughs> He's definitely a creep. That's, yeah, he no, this called is... me in specifically right. for. And the winner for best actress at the Valley Theater Awards goes to <laughs> Romeo in <and> Juliet. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm coming. Thank you so much. I'm so proud to accept this award nude. I will now remove a bananas from this banana as my um, acceptance speech. Legit. Legit. <laughs> uh, that got uh, real gross yeah. too fast. <laughs> and that was my fault. I blame was myself. It not fast sorry. enough. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, once again, like because it's not a visual medium, the listeners are are missing out on all of that commitment that we all had. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. just the way yeah, yeah. everybody just sort of yes ended and just stripped down uh, mm. right at the beginning of that scene. Yeah, and I I'm, I'm on a leather chair, so this is going to be get really uncomfortable and kind of loud too. Mm-hmm. So apologies. Uh, Oh, hey, yeah. let's let's uh ASMR, let's get to our question for this week, which I feel is yeah. just such a great segue of a question too. As you'll hear in a moment. <laughs> Have you ever done bananas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's a mistake your parents made that you'd want to avoid for the next generation? And I I, hmm. I, I just I, I feel like uh we we've heard so many so, mistakes already. I'm I, I maybe I need, I feel like is the question too broad? Yeah, can I like, toss a little it feels sweetener like in there? We're putting the onus of like climate change on my parents specifically well yeah, I, they didn't recycle well, enough let, well you, they did run the heater you make a good point yeah. let's let's make it less specific especially because i think most of us have parents who are alive uh yeah. our parents generation maybe yeah oh, i don't care i'm not worried about like offending them i'm just saying okay you know i i i'm trying to think of like a specific thing my mom did to well i think steven's got something bigger. let's see yeah. if it puts us in, I the, in think the right this direction this might have been a question that i suggested in the it chat. Might have been. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it was because I had had a conversation with some other folks that I know who are parents, which is what's one thing that like your parents raised you with uh-huh. that like mm. uh, you wouldn't want to raise your kids with. So for example, mm. in my house there were there was like a lot of like just kind of casual dishonesty about like uh-huh. things going on. Like I found out in 2006 that my grandfather wasn't dead. It was just something my dad casually said one day. And like my grandfather had like this whole other life in Canada, um, and so wow. It was like, wow, yeah, that's like, bananas. Uh, I got a phone call. And was like, hey, um, apparently grandfather's got uh, a whole other family in Canada, and we're going up there for one of uh, our our aunt's weddings. And I was just like, wait, hold on, hold on, he's alive. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go back even further um, with all this stuff. So yeah, it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, so now with my kid, I'm like hyper honest. And like to the to a fault where he's just like, what's going on? And I'm like, well, and then 15 minutes yeah. later, he's like, you know, I don't really care. I'm seven. Let's let it go. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, just say I, fine. I grew up with versions of that, too, where it was just it was such a common solution to a problem was to build a uh, alternate reality around it and only tell people that alternate reality so that we didn't have to con- uh, confront awkward truths and uh Mm -hmm. my uh my ex had a problem with that as well and like it always created so many more problems than it solved i mean you know there there were very few problems that really were made better by lying your way through them in the long run and so that's absolutely something i've i've really pushed with with my kids is the honesty thing and like i there's there's one occasion where 
almost on a joke, but half truth. Uh, you know, my son was having a really hard time getting out of bed to go to school. And this was like years ago. He was probably seven at the time. He's 13 now. And I told him um, that there'd be a, you know, a big surprise at the end of the day if he got up and went to school. And, you know, he what? He, he immediately was super excited about it. And he got up and went mm -hmm. to school. And like my new my new smartphone arrived that day. And I was like, see, I got my <laughs> new phone. That's the big surprise. Isn't it great? <laughs> he was so pissed. He was so pissed. And I'm not kidding. I've heard that story from him for years since I, I probably last heard him bring up that example like a month ago and it was not intentionally an example mm -hmm. of the damage of lying but it sure became an example of the damage of lying because i've definitely been able to point and said you see how you felt like uh, about that like that's mm -hmm. what happens to people super now i i know you're my wingman and like you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna prop me up that's the, the name of the game but uh, i have a i have a couple specific for lack of a better word, stats maybe you want to give uh, the ladies tonight. Stats, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm thinking like the first one, instead of us being like best friends, that like I saved your life and now you hang out with me as like part of like a life debt. And like you're, you know, you're kind of like my, yeah, you're, you're like my Chewbacca to my haunt. Um, <laughs> and then he said, what? Oh, my. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this isn't my table. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. Hi, fellas. Start it off. Start it off. Start hey, it off. Hey, uh, hey, this is my this is my friend, friend Jeff, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, wow. What's a great name? He's the best. You know, I owe him my life. Um, Tell her why. I really love names with when they use two consonants somewhere. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, Jeff is the guy with that. For sure, those two. Two of the same consonant. Continent, consonants. Um, yeah, he saved my life. Just saved my life, and I owe him a... It's not fucking spelled with a G, is it? No, I mean, I'm an American. It's, it's J. <laughs> um, can, okay, I'm sorry. I was going to have to leave. Just give us one second. I'm going to get you two apple martinis, and I'll be right back. Uh, Steve, Steve, come here. Come wow. Are <laughs> you trying hold, to get me wasted? No, no, no. All right, so Steve, I also I played with Michael Jordan, and I'm currently still in the NBA. Just weave that in there. I don't know how. I know I'm six three. Um, wh whatever I mean, pounds, but still. Go go go! Wait, okay, um, martini time. Give yeah. it to her, give it to her. Come on. So yeah, uh, here, here are two martinis for you. Yeah, I really feel like I'm being forced to drink uh, way too much alcohol very I'll, quickly. I'll drink one of them. I'll take one. It's okay. fine. I'll drink the other one. I need to drink Can I still too. just set this other one down? I'm, I wasn't done with my drink. Yeah, no, I'll drink that one too. Me and, me and Steve will drink these. Yeah, okay, hey, cool. we all drink. <laughs> hey, cheers, uh, Steve. Yeah. yeah, cheers. Cheer, cheers to your, to your time playing with Michael Jordan in the NBA. Uh, some say he's my best friend. Wow. Not, not this guy next to me. He... He's only with me because of a life debit. What was your number? Uh, like all time or? <laughs> you know, the one that was on your jersey when you played yeah, with Michael Jordan. That, that on, I'm assuming the Wizards. Steve Steve seems to know more about your life than you do. Well, he he's learning from me as part of his life debit. He's writing in Hey, Megan, there you are. I was looking all hey. over for Oh, look at these cute guys. I know, it's pretty oh, I was just getting God. to know them. Oh, Megan, uh, I shh, just I shh, wanted Guess to... what guess what his name is? Oh, um uh, uh, uh George. Yeah. What? It's yeah. Jeff? Yeah, oh with my two God. F's and a J starts with a J. Not oh, a not G one of the G's. Yeah. Oh good. Oh, Excuse me, good. I'm sorry to break this up. Megan's friend, can I talk to you? For a minute, over here in the corner. Oh, I'm Hi. Anna. Hi. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll hang out with Hi. Steve. Well, more martinis. Yeah, yeah, a minute. Anna, right? Yes. Hey, hey, oh, my God. Out. You remembered my name so quickly. That's I, so I, I, nice. Look, I think your friend's really cool, but, like, my, my wingman isn't doing it for me. So I need you to step in and be, like, the wingman's wingman, okay? So, like, just just say, like, really cool <laughs> Steve, stuff. shut up. Uh, <laughs> you know. Sorry. Sorry. Order martinis. I just want I just want to keep it a rolling party. Okay. Uh, no, no. Talk, talk to me. To, um, well, well, whiskey. Okay. Uh, you should know just real quick here, because, you, you know, I, 
Megan is just one of the most amazing women in the universe. Did you know that she Jeff. won a gold medal no. at the Olympics? Anna, you bitch. <laughs> I just had to tell him. I had to share it. Okay, oh my God, one, it's just so one, amazing. Two, we, we have we'll six be, martinis on this table. We don't we'll need be right back. Martinis. Steve, yeah, Steve, 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 Steve. I'm, I'm a world-class athlete. I can't handle that much alcohol. Why'd you That's order them right. with whiskey? That's not even like a martini. Jeff, man, how'd you mess that up? I mean... I remember during our time playing on the Washington Wizards, I was like, I just, one of these days, Jeff is going to find love. I know. And now that I run the Charlotte Bobcats, <laughs> I, know. I, know, and I thought about bringing you back in, it's just disappointing. Here's the Come thing. Come on. You no, met a lovely woman in Megan, and you I can let explain. her go home with Steve? I can explain. I can explain. I mean, you Steve Sky- wouldn't even be no. here if you hadn't saved Listen. his life. Listen, you had Scotty <laughs> Pippen as your wingman, and if I could be like Mike... Then Steve can be my Scotty, and no. apparently he is not good in the fourth quarter because he no, has migraines. No, the migraine. only reason why Scotty that Pippen, is a 1994 sports reference. <laughs> the only reason why Scotty Pippen wasn't a superstar is because superstar? I slightly outshined him. He would have been one of the best of all time if he wow. wasn't standing next to the best of all time. Mike, we could have had everything if I was your wingman. You know that. No, Steve is a guy who you gave the Heimlich maneuver. Is he choked on a fish fillet at a McDonald's in Boise, Idaho? All right, he's not one of the greatest of all time. He's someone who can't chew properly. Listen. Okay, no, I'll change the story. I got it. That's great. Thank you. No, 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 no. I... All right, Steve. Steve, tell yeah. them. Yeah. Tell them that you choked on some fish chili at an Applebee's in <laughs> Cincinnati, and that's where I saved your life. I, I don't think. Uh, and that I... we got, we got, we went to ben- Banana Hana. I don't, Afterwards. I don't like, Jeff, I don't like what this says about me that I would order fish chili anywhere. It's called like, a Chipino, and you love Chipino. What you are know. you guys doing over there? Come back with us. Just, oh, just getting more whiskey teenies. Whiskey teenies. Why do we need more? I'm, I, I really am still barely at two sips in them, the one I came over here with. I can't even stomach this one. It is disgusting. I actually don't, I don't think they're legally allowed to put this many beverages down with this few people at this table. I don't know what, the, what their problem is. Hey, Jeff. It's me, your good friend, Michael Jordan. And I'm here with a whole lot of people who just love you to death. And, and this is an intervention. We think you've been drinking way too much. No. It, I mean, apple martini after apple you, martini after whiskey martini. No, this is bullshit. You said this was a, a book signing. No, this is... <sighs> You're a good friend. I'm here to help. We're all here to and help. And so are all these other folks. Yeah, we enough to be love you. All famous basketball Jeff, players. I'm here too. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this your friend Steve. Larry Bird. And I want to tell you, you've been drinking too much, and I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there with the lies and trying to impress women with who you can be and can't be. But, you know, you're enough just you. You don't Cut need to. Cut to that. Hey, girl. Hey, Larry. Hey, it's come me, on. Larry. My name's Larry, Larry Bird. Come on. We're trying to film this golf scene in the movie Space Jam, Larry. Look, you're not I'm talking to Janine right now. Oh, my God. Your name's Larry? My, my wow. name's Larry with two oh. R's. Oh, I don't know if you're into fuck. that yeah, double really consonant that. thing. But, oh, uh, I, don't, I am childless right now, too. <laughs> oh, oh, that's my kind of woman. I like, I like a lady with no... Now, I know this is an intervention for me. But I look at 12 of us here, all having problems with the ladies. I think if we get each other's back, we can form a dream team of sorts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, Jeff. And whoa. conquer Old all. Bill Lambeer never had problems with the ladies. I'm still yeah. alive, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You're right uh, here in the yeah. room, Bill. The You're original bad alive. boy of basketball didn't have any problem with ladies, okay? Detroit for life. Uh, uh, who wants to play some golf? John, John Stockton here. Uh, listen, I, I know oh, we're here before no. this intervention, hey, John, but... I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry, John. No, no. We heard no. about the thing with you not wanting to wear a mask at that Gonzaga game. Yeah, you gotta, I'm sorry, you gotta man. Go. You got to get the fuck this out of bull- here. This is I'm bullshit. I'm sorry, dude. This is bullshit. Listen, we don't want to get some sort of note on this intervention for having COVID-19 denial stuff. Mike, you got to you go, You already John brought Stockton. it up, so it's going to happen. I might as well just tell you what I think. Oh, no. Hey, yeah, uh, Smitty this- Feenster here. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was on a practice squad. <laughs> Legit. On the 76ers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Okay, 
I, 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 what I should have, I'm sorry. I had to say legit because I was laughing too hard. What I should have done was cut for the Smitty. Smitty Feast. 30 for 30. A very real basketball player named Smitty Feast. Let's cut to it. I was about to bring in Metal World Peace because I just saw him on a Key and Peel earlier tonight. And it's like, that's a basketball player. He's in the the top of my head. That's the next round of super legit swag is going to be jerseys that say Smitty McFeenster on it. It's going to be <laughs> selling now. There was no make. It was just Feenster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know enough about basketball to know that he is not actually a player. You're Larry <laughs> That's Bird? the sad part. Yeah. Totally true. Yeah. I know. I was like, who do I know? Real. I know that there's a man named Larry Bird somewhere. Yeah. And uh, I yeah. think he plays well, basketball and that's yeah. it. That is yeah. one of those moments where I was it. like, Jen, I got your back. Because Thank I you. worshipped Larry Bird throughout the entire of the 80s. And uh, I was just about <laughs> to go to the uh, Dr. J. Larry Bird video game for the Atari 7800. Oh, I nice. oh wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, one Good. of the few deep, deep regrets in my teaching career is was uh, years Dr. ago. Dr. J. Larry- teaching Larry Bird about <laughs> critical race theory? <laughs> Um, uh, Larry Bird actually that, filmed. Right? Larry Bird filmed an AT and T commercial at my school uh, during wow. spring break, and oh, nobody yeah. called me. Nobody oh. called. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. This yeah. would have been in Texas. No, this was here in Burbank. This was here. Yeah. This oh, was, like uh, when, when you were teaching. Like, yeah, oh. like Beck Bennett uh, was like whack when he did those commercials. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, oh wow. He did one with Larry Bird, and it was in our art room, and nobody called me. Wow. I mean, were they just letting staff members wander aimlessly onto a set? Oh, I mean, no, but I would have found a way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You would have just started draining some threes. Yeah. Couple 360 (laughs) spin slam dunks and had them. Oh, what? what? Did you guys notice I was playing? I, I was filming a uh, a straight to video movie in Santa Clarita once, and the house we were filming at, the family that owned the house, uh, I, w- I was like, I was the lead in this thing, so I was there almost every single day. The one Shots. day I was not filming, the family's good friend Rosa Parks stopped by to visit the family, <laughs> and I wasn't yeah, there. She. She is like wow. the Larry Bird of creating racial justice. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Very sound fun. That was her favorite quote about herself. <laughs> I think that's on her tombstone. <laughs> Social justice icons have friends too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they do. they're people just like you and me. Yeah. Yes, that's right. They, I mean, honestly, really, they should be the celebrityest of the celebrities. Yeah. Because they did something actually like worthwhile to affect change on a massive scale. Uh, and, yeah, usually we 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 worship know. the people who like got famous for sports or like acting well, and then they become Rightfully so. they become uh, really into political issues. And then we don't really do enough it. of the other <laughs> way around. Yes, as the uh, the current this current episode because Sean Michael Boozer uh, is not here. Uh, as the current black guy slash guy in a blue shirt uh, on the podcast, can I admit to a little bit of Black History Month shame? Uh, my yes, son yeah. came home with a uh, list. There's a contest, a Black History Month contest at a school where you can do a poster about uh, famous people from Black history. And uh, I was looking through the list and I was like, I got to Google like six of these names. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's some people on here that I don't know about that my seven-year-old's going to learn about. Though I will say Idris Elba was on the list. Oh, quick oh. <laughs> question. Um, yes. have to look him up. Six out of how many? Like, if it's six out of six, oh. that's bad. But no, like... that's true. That's true. It was like six out of 50 names. So, yeah. Okay. I, did, I did well yeah, for the most fine. part. That's an yeah. A. That's okay. an A. And okay. also, it's one okay. of those things like, uh, oh, hey, you're black. You know my friend Roger? He's black, too. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you can't be expected to know everything. Which Roger? How <laughs> many cheese in the last I, episode? Hey, I have a Roger friend. <laughs> that, but oh, that's that suggesting yeah. that both yeah. Rogers are black. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the same I'm Roger. Assuming. Right. Yes. <laughs> Wait, was that a pun? Roger. <laughs> hey, Michael Hyman, I, I hear we have a sponsor yeah, this week. Yeah. <laughs> always, always have a sponsor. And you always bring them. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, are you guys going to be so excited for this one? Ooh. I already am. I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I'm not even going to. Yeah, we're just going to go into it. Is it for Black History Month? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> and you know what? 
I'm going to leave it. That might have been the worst segue possible, depending on what he's about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Just looking at the look Uh, on Michael's face, he wants to take all that back. Can I I call an edit? Steven, uh, you want to my ad? For Mike's <laughs> career, <laughs> I just like to go out and say. Just remember, my friend Roger's listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the ad. Coming soon to Masterclass, the famed 19th century adventurer explorer, Congo Masterson. Learn how to explore the wilds of the unknown like Congo did back in the late 19th century. All skill levels are accepted for this master class. No fail policy. Hear the story of how he tripped through the wild to find the wild African rhino banana. Yeah, so I was, you know, in the wild and uh, forged through the shallow river and suddenly I saw it. The rhino banana tree. Money back suggestion if you're dissatisfied with the masterclass of Congo Masterson. Hear how he inspired famed Chuck Norris impersonator Buck Norris into finding his career as a Chuck Norris impersonator. Yeah, I just was a big fan of Chuck Norris and uh, didn't really know what to do. But then I saw some guy found some stuff that other people had already found. I thought, yeah, I can imitate that famous man. Yes, Masterclass. For all the years, for all the ages. Congo Masterson's Masterclass on adventuring and discovery. Free pumpkins if you sign up, my friend. Congo Masterson's Masterclass. Masterclass. We have a slogan. I mean, I think the only thing racist about that was how much the word master got used. That flop sweat just yeah 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 it's, it's warm yeah. here. What's the rule? More than three times yeah. in a in a, a single uh, uh, minute, and you, you're screwed. Uh, well, to to piggyback off of where we were before that, please do. Uh, last <laughs> scene. Please that, change the subject. The, <laughs> well, the, something that my something that my parents gave my dad specifically gave to me that I'm I'm glad he did uh, was. Um, I, I, one of my peeves is people that are quicker to lie than just say, I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. not that I am, I am not guilty of doing that. Every single human being on the planet mm-hmm. does that in some form. And most often it's the, like, somebody's talking about a movie or some piece of pop culture. Mm-hmm. And then they like, wait, have you seen this thing or heard of this thing? And you go, yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> and yeah, all you did you was maybe be embarrassed to, to, watch like, to be right, watch like five yeah. minutes of yeah. it, but you just, and you catch yourself, you say it, your just brain automatically says, yep. Yes. And then you immediately go, no, I fucking didn't, but it's <laughs> yes. too late. <laughs> so you just go on with it. I mean, that's, those are, those are pretty mild lies, but the people that will just bullshit because I don't know, power trip or something, mm-hmm. uh, instead of just saying, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of power in saying, I don't know. Just fucking say, I don't know. There's actually yeah. a ton of power in saying, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Because then you're really free from having to add anything at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, literally, you don't have to, you don't, I mean, that actually is the ultimate power move, is just yeah. saying, I don't know, because then- You don't have to invent a position. You don't have to invent a position. You can't be attacked for what you're saying, because right. you're, you're you are literally lacking knowledge. <laughs> And the onus is on everybody else to convince you that you should give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also, this is like, God hasn't created an in, afterlife. In situations like when when people try to bring up something like incredibly complex, like okay, you know, like uh, Israel and Palestine, for instance, like I can genuinely say I am not educated enough in this topic to formulate an a, an intelligent, thoughtful opinion on it. And that's that's the simple reality of it. And you know, and I've tried, and it is painfully complex and, and yeah. most people honestly are not capable of it but that is definitely where i will just jump right out and say i am not knowledgeable enough to answer this question there are those times when that backfires when somebody's like talking about like hey have you heard about this new crossfit cryptocurrency and you're like yeah. i don't know and then they're like oh let, <laughs> let me tell you tell about you. all of it 
Uh, you know, it's, uh, yes. did true. you know that it's keto based? And you're like, oh, God, I've hit the trifecta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You just keep saying, I don't know, until they go away. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is CrossFit crypto? That's not a real thing, <laughs> no, is it? Yeah, that's yeah, not that's, a real thing. That's just the combination God, I was of like, because like, CrossFit yeah. people love to I talk like the- about CrossFit. Crypto people love to talk about crypto. Keto I people see. love to talk about keto. Yeah, I like the vegan version of that, personally. <laughs> you know, I will say, I've lived in crypto. California for 20 years now. I have not yet run into the obnoxious vegan. I've only run into the apologetic vegan. Like the one who's like, listen... I just eat plant-based and it's my thing, but you don't have to do it. It's fine. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's been most of my I've experience. I've never met somebody who's just like, oh, I guess you, I hope you enjoy being a monster. I grew <laughs> up I grew up as a vegetarian and I, I ran into dramatically Sorry, more of the people who were really, really dogmatic about the fact that meat is great and I should eat it than I ever have run into of the vegans who make a big fuss about how it's terrible that you are a vegan. Like, you know, I, I am a meat eater currently. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I had way more people who were a t- complete dick to me when I was vegetarian, when I would never said boo to them about them eating meat, but it's like the moment they heard I was a vegetarian is like, Oh, it's on. And then they were like, it was like a full on attack. I think I feel like part of that has to do just with age mm-hmm. and the people Probably. that you surround yourself with, because like, uh, I was insufferable when I finally realized I had been an atheist for my whole life. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, I was. And, and of course, when I did, I was I was still in my twenties. Yeah. When I Same. fully accepted it. Yeah. Uh, I think like late twenties, and it for a couple years, like any opportunity I yeah. I was given. And then I created a whole lot more to make sure people I was around knew that I think God is stupid. Not yep, just stupid, yep. he doesn't exist, idiot. <laughs> uh, and I, I mean, I saw the same thing too with like my, <laughs> with my younger sister when she finally came out. Yeah. Um, for, once she finally did, because she was 21, almost, or maybe 22 uh, when she came out. Uh, and so for the first few years, it was like every opportunity she had, she, everyone around her had to know like, Hey guys, I'm gay. And mm-hmm. it was to the point of like, we all, yeah, we, Did she sound <laughs> it's like good. That? Just be, your, yes, that is exactly, that was a spot on impression of my younger sister. <laughs> I didn't realize you, you based your Daryl impression on your sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daryl's not an impression. Daryl's a character. That explains his obsession of gender. You guys haven't met his sister, Darylina? <laughs> Yeah, I I think a lot of that, though, comes from like a rebellion against the sense of oppression that you've had, you know, especially you, know, you, you come out of something where you've been in a system that has worked a very specific way and you realize you don't fit into it anymore and you feel like you've been oppressed by all of the beliefs and opinions of it. And so when you finally break out, it's like now I have to take every opportunity I can to tear them down oh, uh, yeah, and, sure. yeah, and eventually reach a point where it's like. Or, you know, I could just be fine and they're fine and most of them are really cool people. And what the fuck am I making a fuss about this for? Yeah. Once I saw one of those coexist bumper stickers, I was I was good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's also that line. There's uh, there's no zealot like a new convert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I told you this shit about improv fucking will change your life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Josh, should we get one from you? I'm curious. uh no say that what's the what's the I mean, question again can at you this say point, it in a it's, sentence yeah yeah you know, what's a mistake your parents generation let's say made that oh, you'd want to avoid i got it I got, it I got it i got it josh this is basically an invitation for you to tell another story about your dad yeah yeah <laughs> actually <laughs> either one yeah, that excess means importance mm. you know mm. that's that's uh, that. no it's it's that you know you're uh what is it like that that's stereotypical. You need to have like the three bedroom house, with, like the two point five kids. Like, what's a fucking half kid uh, with like two cars in the garage? And it's got to be like this. Per- you have to be in the suburbs. Like that kind of like I don't know. Wow, I didn't think I'd go this deep on it. But yeah, like that type of like classism thing. Like I don't think that. I think if you're happy with what you have, you're happy with what you have. Yeah. Like I remember like, tying it to my dad. I remember uh, he was one of the first people to get one of those big ass motherfucking 46 inch projection big screen TVs like in the early 90s that like took up half the wall. (laughs) But it wasn't like but it wasn't like good enough to have like one in the living room. There had to be like one in every room. Like 
why? And like, that doesn't mean you're a better human being, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I guess all that means a lot to me as someone who's been, I like to call myself like a recovering asshole, you know, like these status symbols, they don't mean anything. Yeah. I hope to pass that down. Yeah, you've you've grown as a person. Twisting off that. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't think the term is uh, asshole. I believe they ter- prefer the term bananas. <laughs> yeah, I am I I'm recover I am recovering bananas for sure. But I used to very much think that way. You have to have this and that, and if you didn't have it, like what the you know yeah yeah no that's a that's a growth moment absolutely. That's fair. Super. All right. So we, we've been reviewing uh, your adoption application. And you know, first of all, just you, you're a wonderful couple. I got to say. Uh, Thank you. you. The, the Thank love, you so much. Very wonderful to be here. Adopt American <laughs> child. That's, that's great. Uh, just and, you know, we, we, we love a, a good uh, international family. We feel like it's really going to be valuable to you mean kids. international. I have card. OK. All right. He's uh, from um, Stockholm. Oh, okay. All right. That, w- w- I didn't actually, I didn't, we don't normally ask for those sorts of details because we feel like it's a little bit too personal. I did have, I did have a little bit of a concern here though, because you do have the sex section where you get to put down some of the preferences of the kind of child you're hoping to adopt, which is 2.5. Totally reasonable. Uh, yeah, that yes. was, that was exactly the bottom half preferred. Yeah, that was, that was the concern was uh, the 0.5. Because um, we could do oh, you two. You only have top halves? Sorry, what was well, that? Our understanding is that the perfect amount is two point five. Yes. So we, we learned would like from American videos. Yeah. Dreams. I have dream. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Two and one has, half children. Yeah. So he, the two children can chase around legs. He he's told me that if we do not get two point five children exactly that, then he will he will leave me. So this is kind of a deal breaker for me, at least. If we only get top F, it's okay. I build jungle gym around house so they can chase while they swing from bars. Uh, it's it, it's wonderful that you are apparently willing to uh, adopt children with, with disabilities. Um, I, I hadn't understood that that was the angle. You seem you seem very particular about uh, being the but perfect American family. Though. The legs run. They move on their own. Top half swing. He doesn't really understand how human biology works, and I, I'm afraid to correct him. <laughs> okay. Uh, honestly, though, I, the fact that you don't see anything wrong with that, I think, is very loving. And is going to ensure that the child gets a, a happy home. Okay, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a deal with you guys. Okay, um, I see that you got two kids and you're trying to figure out how to get a half. I'm just gonna split time. All right, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday at your house, right? And then the other day I'll be with my parents. All right. I, Nils, does that work for you? It's okay with me. I mean, I mean, it's basically like a half. Yeah, it's kind like of. a point five. Uh, yeah, we'll figure out next year. We'll adjust the days so that way it winds up being an even point five. But I think this is a situation that everybody can find workable. Oh well, Carl, you have been wonderful to do this, especially since you're, you know, twenty two, and I, 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 you know, I'm a we, kid at heart. <laughs> I can, I can tell you're a kid at heart, and you know, we've been wanting this for so long, mm-hmm. and so. Um, you know, I'm just excited to be your half mom. Yeah. So uh, I, I will mean, be. I, I will do one better. I'd be full dad for you the half the time you're here, huh? How about that. Well, so clever. Um, yeah. But ba- oh, when I'm here, but boundaries. I've already, I've already got a half dad. Okay. I mean, let's let's set set up some boundaries. Okay. Wait. You I mean, are I'm, your other. Wait. You are fathered by half a person. No, I'm. Mm. No, I have a dad who takes care of me half the time. Well, uh, now whatever. if we do this deal, I got you. Okay, see, ah, yes. I'm lost in translation. Yes. Nils yes. doesn't al- understand a lot of American things. Yeah, colloquialisms. Is... All right, so I want to get this straight. So you're going to go to another family and spend half the time with them. Uh huh. Am I not doing a good job as a, a father, or is it half my time, or half? Okay, so Am this I is hard. Equation? Can I go? Because um, my Camaro is waiting and Judas Priest is playing. So if I can bounce, I can bounce. This is hard. Um, no, you are not necessarily doing a good job, but that doesn't necessarily 
have the reason for why I'm doing what I'm doing. Why? Wait. Like it's a yes that but also situation. Time, time, time out. How am I not be? Is this because I wouldn't let you sit in the front seat last time? No, I it's because like you, you can insisted. Be in front, you can be in the front seat next time, pal. I don't want. But you got to be like a wingman. Be, no, I don't want to be in the front seat. Okay, that's the thing. You forced me to sit in the front seat. That was well, part of my issue. Mm. You insist that I call you Jeff. No, I don't no, even see why no. you keep putting all these wow. apple martinis in front of me. I'm, I'm. I just you're just not. I paid five hundred dollars for you to go to UCB and you say no. That's wow, a that denial, a wild, my man. That was a wild. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had company with me still in the bedroom. Um, uh, Dad, he's my wingman. Say you're my. Oh my God! You have a son. What's uh, your name? No, no, no. He's a younger brother. He's a younger brother. Isn't that right, Scott? No, I'm I'm Scott. 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 I'm Scott. Oh my God! Jeff's son is named Scott. It yeah, better Scott, have two T's. S-C-O- TT. TT. Yeah. Out of boy. Wow. Oh brother. my god. It's out of brother. I can't yeah. I can't. I'm one of the many children my father fathered as he was touring around the United States playing professional basketball. Motherfucker, I was setting up franchises. That's what I was hey, doing. Megan, oh, I, I shined your medal for you. Here you go. Oh my god, who's this cutie? Oh, this is Scott. This oh. is this is just double S, double C, double O, double yeah. T, double I, double E, baby. I had already texted her to come pick Scott, me up and give me a ride back home. It's a lot home. of doubles. And yeah. yeah. Just you know, right in the front door. She'll an, drive you home whenever Anna, you're ready. Anna, I have a double N and a double Ooh. A bookending the double N. You know what, Anna? You... I don't know if that does anything for you, but it does something for the rest Her of us. Her full name is Anagram. Excuse me one second, ladies. Scotty, Scotty, for a second. Did I hear you just go, mm? You're my yeah. wingman. You're my no. wingman. Hey. No, you're going into business for no. yourself. No, Next. Anna and I You're supposed have to yes no and connection. me, motherfucker. What right. happened? Hey, uh, hey, Dad. hey, John Stockton here. I've got the Camaro oh, running. Get the fuck out, you maskless motherfucker. Jesus. Get out. Legit. Oh, that mic was getting real hot there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, or like NBA Jam where he's on fire. Ooh. Yes. I mean, I will admit, I'm and disgusted theme. by what I recently heard about John Stockton, but he and Carl Malone were my favorite pair to play in NBA Jam. Oh, we yeah. put Stockton in the corner, feed him in the pass, three-pointer, and yet another 90s reference for the show. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mortal Kombat. Yes. yes. Finish him. That's not how you say that, uh, Josh. Mortal Kombat. Do we want to just do a quick check-in? Do you want to see, what about Jen? I don't think Jen oh or Mike got to yes. say anything. Jen, did you, Jen, have you guys something? have something you want to ask for, answer for the question? As a childless person, yes. I'm no. passing on nothing to no one. <laughs> I'm keeping my plants alive and it's going great. They don't chat a lot. <laughs> pretty great. I do nothing for, for anyone. <laughs> And that's um, how you end a podcast. Well, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I actually have something oh, for that. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Um, thank you, as always, to Matt Walker for intro and outro music. <laughs> this episode was hosted and edited cool by spot. Jet Kaufman, co-hosted by me, Michael Hyman, and features the talents of Josh Spence, Jen Burton, Chris Sanders, and Stephen C. James. Bloodhole Surfers. Every scene you heard today was improvised on the spot, along with some of the ads, with only a light touch of editing for your comfort. Check the show notes for occasional writing credits. If you're loving what we're doing, and we know you are, be sure to write a five-star review, your podcast provider of choice, like Spotify, and tell friends about us, because podcasts are more fun with friends. You don't want to be the guy when they ask you, did you listen to the latest Super Legit? Who says, I don't know. <laughs> okay, but really it. don't use Spotify, because they pay yeah, him yeah, just use too something much. Else. Jack, can I start recording now, please? Yeah, just uh, just don't record on Spotify. I don't believe anything's on Oh my time I kick the door on its hinges Just so I can move on Oh Well, the artistry is in pushing the envelope. It's not in ripping the envelope up. 
You know, yeah. the artistry isn't right. dancing along the edge. It's not in going over the edge. Yeah, you know? it's punching and, up. It's always punching up. It's too easy. It's way too easy to go. Is that like saying someone saying like, oh, I go blue quickly isn't a bad thing. You can gotcha. be blue. You can be <laughs> super blue while still punching go. up. You right. can still, yeah. yeah. You can still, you can, you can fist yeah. upwards. <laughs> That's I know. Well, I mean, did we well, find our new podcast name? Did we find our new podcast name? Fisting upwards. Oh boy.